HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by Blueprint, the original juice cleanse program to offer different levels of intensity depending on your needs and current diet. For more information, visit Blueprint.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to the food scene on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. I'm your host, Michael Harlan Turkel, here today with the one, the only, Jennifer Pelka. What happened to the Lynn? What happened to the middle name? Oh, you can use it. Okay. It's it's super VIP. M-H-T-J-L-P. In the house. In the house. Having the opposite of champagne problems, having a little bit of bubbly. I never really drink on my show, but this merited it. <laughs> Completely. Thank you. Your, your treacherous cab ride through Brooklyn Oy. deserves this drink. Um, well, you've been on the station a bit. I feel like yeah. you, you've been for Gastronomista. You've been here. Helen Hollyman says hello. Hi, Helen. I'm sure everybody says hello. You are one of our favorite people here. And as the food and beverage evangelist for Tumblr, and that Megan stated on Twitter, that is like one of the best job titles to have. It's not only a cool title, but it's a pretty rad job. Yeah, yeah. In real life. You're just in here to tell us what it is, you know? Yeah. I mean... Tell us what's new, what's cool, what's hot, and tell us... What you're doing for Tumblr, that's so exciting, and that gives you all these champagne problems. <laughs> I just had to have a sip. Um, yeah, so my job is pretty sweet. I get to work with um, sort of all the cool kids in the food and wine space um, and help them to use Tumblr really well and to connect with as big of an audience as they possibly can. So whether that is magazines, chefs, restaurants, artisanal producers, organizations like the Good Food Awards or Cook It Raw. Um, 
winemakers, beer makers, um, people who make artisanal sriracha, whatever the case may be. And then also just like really wacky uh, people in the art space who do things with either food as medium or message. So if that's, I just discovered this really, really rad blog today that is this guy who's obsessed with craft beers and he's making animated GIFs out of the logos. Um, and so it's people like that. Um, it's like the guy from Scanwitches, which have you ever seen Scanwitches? Yeah, that yeah. stuff's awesome. So good, where the he just scans. That's right, <laughs> the dirtiest scanner of all time, where he just scans his sandwiches every day. But then, um, you know, Tumblr's a place where people sort of let their hair down and, and really have a lot of fun. But then on the other hand, like we've got um, sort of a lot of serious advocacy happening in the food policy space. Um, and then also just like really great publishers. Uh, one of my very, very favorite tumblers is the Heritage Radio Network Tumblr. Do we have a little applause or cheers thing, Joe, that you can press? No. Ah! One day we'll do <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been such an amazing tool for us. Um, I know, again, Helen is a, a powerhouse on Tumblr. Uh, the way that you collect followers, the way that you disseminate information on Tumblr is unlike any other social media. Why is that? And how has it become so prolific? I think the um, the way that we all as users use Tumblr is pretty different from all of the other social platforms because it's not so much about following people who you know or people you want to connect with directly because of who they are because they're famous. It's more about... Um, users who love certain types of things. So it's like super style driven. It's really aesthetically um, beautiful in a lot of ways. And then also it's just sometimes finding random users whose sense of humor is right up your alley. Um, And the way that people build their tumblers, some people create their own single subject tumbler. Like I have one that I edit with a handful of ladies called Nails and Nosh. Which I think is hilarious. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's very popular amongst the, um, the beauty set but then also amongst food people. So it's basically a user submission blog where people can, can send in pictures of their nails holding any kind of food. Um, and this is a great way that a couple of my girlfriends and I just kind of all stay in contact. We're always nails and noshing. And so we know where everybody is and, you know, we get nice manis and it's just like a really fun, playful way of, keeping up together. So to answer your question a little bit more directly, um, I think that, that, um, the way that we consume tumblers is much more about things that we think are really, really cool and beautiful. It's not very advertorial. Um, it's just more about cool, beautiful, inspiring stuff. So let's backtrack a little bit. I've known you for a long time. Yeah. Our days of being so broke that we had to get free cheese samples from Ann Saxelby. Yeah, that's that, that was that's our, our kind of cooler. broke. Yeah, <laughs> artisanal uh, American farmstead cheeses uh, with no money in our wallets. But you've worked for Daniel Balud. You worked for Guilt Taste. Um, you have a palate. You have an understanding of how food is constructed and created. And often, when a chef, you know, works in a restaurant or you know, finds his inspiration, it is a singular thing. It is this thread. It isn't, you know, a thousand things at once or a person or, you know, they get inspired by a, a color, a flavor, a texture. And I feel like Tumblr is, is all that. You know, it is that thing that you can be so obsessed with. It is that meme. It is that trending object. And you get to direct it 
right back towards yourself and compile and collect and collect. And yeah, collect. I like that a lot around sort of um, navel gazing over very, very specific things and finding a trend within something that you're working on. Um, like, for example, right now, the um, the guys from Tartine Bakery, Chad, and um, the illustrator who he's working with on the new Tartine Bakery book that's coming out, they're doing um, a book all about great grains and breads. And, you know, he's basically the godfather of sort of young American bakers, has a very strong, specific point of view. And one of the things that he's exploring at the moment are um, sort of all of these notions of great grains. And um, he and his illustrator have used a private Tumblr for a long time to communicate with one another about sort of the aesthetic layout of the book. And in anticipation of the book being published, they are going to open it up to the public, which is really cool. See, I love that. And you know that I secretly am doing something of that sort, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I love that there. it is a space for experimentation because... You know, as much as a book is, you know, has bookends, Tumblr has a page to a page to a page. It can be singular. It, it can be, you know, a chronicle. It can be a sequence of things. How often do you find people in the food industry using it as that, you know, free space to figure out what works and what doesn't? Yeah, I think it's um, in a lot of ways a communication device amongst people who are working on a project together, who are collaborating on a project. Absolutely. And sometimes it can be just a space to try out aesthetically a new idea. I mean, it's such an easy platform to use in terms of, um, you know, a sharing mechanism and also just to lay things out so that they look really beautiful. So it works really, really well in that way. And because you can make them private, then that's kind of a safe space. But a lot of people just do it openly. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people actually use the medium itself as art. So one of my favorite examples is this crazy blog, and we still don't even know who did it. So if you are listening, <laughs> call in. Um, it's called Schadenfreezers, like Schadenfreude. Yeah. But um, they are popsicles that are animated GIFs that have written on, um, you know, you know when you like are a kid and you're you eat your popsicle and then there's a joke on one side and the answer's on the inside. So these are like that. Um, and you see them horizontally moving to the left and to the right, to the left and to the right um, as they're being eaten. And then what is written on the popsicle is actually this like really dark, mean spirited kind of sad reflective. It moves, it moves so quickly that it's hard to even read sometimes. Um, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to catch one of these. They're about like clowns and house fires and stuff. <laughs> I can't even read them fast enough. You're going to have to go see your own shot and freezers. But, you know, it, it, it again, it is, well, let's talk about, oh my God, kale salad or OMG kale salad. Yeah. It's about finding this one thing that you can, you know, uh, do over and over and, you know, be excited about it almost every time that you see it. Um, again, this creative singular space. But, also so abstract and so out there that yeah. it doesn't have to have any relation to any other project or any other thing that you're doing at the moment and it can still get 50,000 followers. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and with with Shot and Freezers as an example, like that project really it could work as a standalone website, but what's the point? And also it it al- it really is using Tumblr as the medium. These are so dark. I was about to read one and I'm like, no, no, I know how to be regulated, <laughs> but I'm going to let people experience yeah. this for themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're really creepy and great. <laughs> Amongst the art animated and it's 
GIFs? GIFs? Well, um, there's a, a lot of debate, but um, GIF, the peanut butter company, put out a really great recent GIF that says it's pronounced GIF. And um, I mean, I think it is it is pronounced GIF. But we say we kind of say both. So, Jeff, the peanut butter company, yeah. and other food companies are on Tumblr as well. Mm-hmm. I see a ton of restaurants and chefs. Who are some of your favorite restaurant tours? Um, I'm really stoked about Empeon. They just launched a totally killer Tumblr. Um, they're doing really, really fun gifs. They're doing really wacky, weird, um, like photo manipulation. Um, and they're just doing regular, very consistent bloggy coverage. So last week, for example, on Friday, they had um, their third installation of what they're calling their push project, where Chris Costantino from San Francisco came out and he and Alex um, cooked some crazy, crazy, over-the-top amazing meal. Um, and they were sort of documenting behind the scenes the process that was going into everything that was happening with the dinner. We're all tripe and lobster. There you go. <laughs> Who doesn't want it? Fantastic. Um <laughs> You know, but there are also really great magazines using this. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you were just out in Aspen at I was. Food and Wine's Classic. And they did such a smart thing by taking some of the top Instagrammers. Um, Alice Gao, who's actually been on this show before, was one of them. Uh, Nicole Franzen, I think, was out yep. there shooting for Stella Artois. Uh, Chris Ozer, Noah Kalina. Yep. And they took all those images of those photo bloggers and put them on the Food and Wine Tumblr site. Yep. How big, how did that get conceptualized? So um, I was working with the food and wine team for a long time. They've had a, a longstanding Tumblr that's been really great, but they were looking for sort of new and innovative ways to showcase the classic, which is their um, pinnacle event. It was the 30th anniversary, and um, it's something which Dana Cowan, the editor-in-chief, has said has been really covered from all possible angles at this point. So she really wanted to showcase it, not from the lens or view of a traditional food photographer, but from people who shoot, um, let's say, like Alice does a lot of interiors and Chris Ozer does really amazing portraiture. Nicole does um, sort of these lifestyle shots. And then Noah Kalina um, does really sort of creepy, dark, weird, atmospheric stuff. And so we worked with Dana to um, basically to select like 10 or 20 really amazing um, photographers on Tumblr who each have a huge following and who are very active and who really know and get the Tumblr community. Um, and she and their photo team reviewed all of these Tumblrs, um, fell in love with a handful of them, and then commissioned these four photographers to go out to Aspen. Um, they had unprecedented access behind the scenes. Like one day we, um, you know, we all took a private gondola with Dana Cowan herself up to the top of Aspen Mountain to a party that, like, no one was even invited to. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's sort of moments like Sounds that. Sounds like the big chill. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it has so much innovation right now. There are so many people using it, you know, for those kind of experiences, for those kind of events. But, again, for these personal ventures into whatever new idea that they have that it's such a fertile playground it, it it's kind of amazing and absolutely and I, I mean two groups really jump out to me um two groups i'm deeply passionate about and i'm working very closely with um one is cook it raw which is i don't know if he's ever been on your show alessandro um 
but uh, Cook It Raw is an event that's happened at this point five times. Um, the sixth is happening in Charleston, South Carolina in October. Um, and the Cook It Raw community has done everything from like forage, bark, and cook it with Renee Redzepi to, um, you know, things in Lapland and like the outer regions of Japan that like no one gets to go to. So so this year they're they're sort of really celebrating the American South and they're using Tumblr to power the search for sort of the next great chefs. So they're going to select two people um, who are chefs who will end up contributing work via their tumblers. Um, and then those two people will get to go down to Charleston and be part of this incredibly special weekend where you do have chefs like, like Alex Atala and Renee Redzepi and David Chang and, um, just these, these guys that, um, otherwise are pretty inaccessible. Um, and so in that way it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. I mean, I see pictures of like Pascal Barbeau and mm-hmm. Daniel Hume. I mean, yeah. this, this is, uh, Pretty an amazing cast Pretty of wild. to be mixed in with. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Come back. There's so much more on Tumblr. So much more on Tumblr. We be tumbling. We're going to have a couple more sips of this Prosecco. And see you soon. Cheers. Like what you hear so far? Support the network and become a member. Membership helps us bring you the best food radio in the world and gives you access to thousands of dollars in discounts at the sustainably-minded businesses that support us. To become a member, visit heritageradionetwork.org today. Blueprint is the original juice cleanse program to offer different levels of intensity depending on your needs and current diet. Designed to purify and detoxify, Blueprint Cleanse is made from the freshest 100% raw and USDA-certified organic ingredients, cold-pressed to retain nutrients and flavor. Blueprint also offers a line of organic juices, cold-pressed and raw, in a variety of fruit and vegetable combinations, and available in individual bottles. Blueprint Cleanse is available at Whole Foods Market and many other retailers across the U.S., To learn more about their line of organic cleanses, juices, and other products, visit them today at Blueprint.com or call them at 866-774-6831. That's 866-774-6831. Work hard, play hard. Cleanse, repeat. Welcome back to the food scene on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Michael Harlan Turkel here today with... Jen Pelka, JLP of Tumblr, the food and beverage evangelist. I mean, there's so much to cover on Tumblr, but I'm going to give shout outs to a couple people that I love. Oh, I wonder who they are. The way we ate. Ugh. No effects. Paul OMG. To it. They are amazing. But what they did was, you know, cook through all these old gourmets. We've actually had them on air before. Um, you can hear that whole episode in our archives. But they were replicating you know, gourmet throughout the years, these recipes and photographing them and, and the followers they got, you know, the people that were so invested in their next post on Tumblr. And is it called a post by the way, or mm-hmm. is it okay, yep. next? I feel like I'm so, you know, inept or disconnected. No. So, is it called a apt. post? <laughs> um, but what they've done, what they've used Tumblr for as a platform has been mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, they're a great example of, um, I think kind of two things. One, 
Um, they sort of ran with the notion of a really specific single subject tumbler. So they are cooking, they're styling and cooking through every recipe historically from the gourmet magazine catalogs. And by catalog, I mean like all of the magazines, not actually catalogs. Ruth would have a, (laughs) she'd be upset with me. Um, not a catalog. Um, but they're cooking through all of those recipes, which is pretty amazing. Um, so they really sort of focused in on that single subject thing. But then they also are doing just like a really, really beautiful blog. But it's powered by this huge social engine on Tumblr. And so um, they've created a site that looks like any awesome killer blog. But then they also have, I don't know what their follower count is like, but it is enormous. And um, so things sort of really spread through the Tumblr universe very quickly because, you know, they will post a a photograph of Cherry's Jubilee. And then, you know, if 500 people reblog it, then that means that all of their followers see it and it just goes more and more and more. And, you know, you have Twitter, you have Facebook. What is the advantage of Tumblr as far as, you know, the reposting, the reblogging? Sure. I mean, the, you know, all of the platforms are different and operate in, in very specific ways. My, my personal favorite is Tumblr um, because it kind of acts as a blog with almost like a Tumblr feed on top of it. Um, Tumblr kind of invented this, this notion of a, of a way for you to follow everybody who you're really into and then um, to reblog, like or reblog their content onto your stream. So I have a handful of them. My jenpelka.tumblr.com are basically just reblogs of, of blogs that I love. So that's where I'm sort of like curating content that I really enjoy. Um, whereas I have another one called champagne problems, which I think that's why we're drinking Prosecco. Um, that one is like sort of more original content. Um, sometimes I'll do a Tumblr of the day. Um, I will also do my travel photography there. Um, so that's sort of my more bloggy like content. Well, like recently, aside from the food and wine post that you did, um, this lucky charms gay pride omg yeah tell me so about it. good yeah i mean it's just incredible that we are so far along on this issue that children's cereal companies are creating entire marketing campaigns around pride week um so we were really excited to work with lucky charms we work with lots and lots of food brands lucky charms wendy's outback steakhouse coca-cola red bull all these huge huge multinational brands um And Lucky Charms decided that what they really wanted their presence on Tumblr to be was um, a theme called Lucky to Be. It's hashtag Lucky to Be. And um, it's really all focused around their um, Marbit, their marshmallow bit. That's the industry insider term for a marshmallow (laughs) bit. I'll use the, you know, long version. Yeah. Um, But the, you know, the classic um, rainbow and they, for Pride Week, came out. Um, it'll be on the on the shelves for about a month of all of these special edition uh, rainbows. And so they've created a Tumblr that's all around user-generated content of people saying why they are lucky to be themselves. Um, and um, it's just a really strong, amazing um, pride message. Um, it's been hugely popular. I think it's so cool that we're um, at a point where social activism for these major CPG Fortune 500 companies is something that's not only acceptable, but it's something that's like moving their business forward. So let's talk about creating a brand too. Uh, another 
friend of mine who I think is a wonderful photographer and painter and author is Aaron Gleason of the Forest Feast. Mm. Um, moved from oh. New York to California, started doing this project, which was seemingly very personal at first, and has now turned into uh, you know again a big following. A cookbook coming out next year. I mean, she's done wonders for herself all through Tumblr. Um, why do you think that format works so well for her? And I mean, I already know what I think of her work. You can expound on how beautiful it her is. Her work is amazing. It's gorgeous. It's super original. Um, she's a, I assume, a vegetarian, although she doesn't ever make it explicit, but all of her work is vegetable driven. Um, and so one of the things that, that our users think about a lot is when they're creating original work for the platform, because things get reblogged so often, a lot of times they want to put a watermark onto their photos. But if you put a traditional watermark onto a photo, it's not going to share very well because nobody wants like a logo over their picture. But what she has done is that she's used her incredible illustration and her painterly abilities to basically create a virtual watermark by illustrating over her imagery. So anytime you see any of her recipes that come up, they'll include like eight or 10 images and you can see them again at forestfeast.tumblr.com. And when they come through, you're like, Oh my God, this is forest feast. There's something new. And she um, has just created this really, really beautiful look for all of her work. And she really favors quality over quantity. I bet she posts about three times a week. They're always really inventive, unusual recipes that are inspiring for everybody, whether you're a vegetarian or not. Um, And they're just so beautiful to look at. So, I mean, is that for everybody to slow down before you speed up kind of thing? I don't know. This is a a good question because I see some people who use Tumblr um, much like they use Twitter and their or Instagram or they're syndicating those things to it also and they'll have they'll post 15 20 30 40 times a day um, but then there are some people who come up with a very specific lens almost like a project and they really devote their very specific attention to that a good example of that is this guy a 20 year old student in Montreal who's a culinary student his blog is French Quise and uh, Quise spelled C-U-I-S-S-E as in cuisine. Um, And he does these incredibly stark uh, white-on-white portraits of both mise en place and finished dish. I think you'll like this one if you haven't seen it yet. It's amazing. Um, And he basically deconstructs final dishes um, and just shoots them in two ways. Like I said, the ingredients and the final dish. Like, that's a super restrained sight, and that is totally awesome. But there are other people who, like, this is the beauty of Tumblr. It's so flexible that you can choose sort of which direction you want to go with it. So I have a few Tumblrs, none of which I've started yet, but we'll start soon. <laughs> but, but you have them in your brain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I have the names and everything, too. Yeah. And I think I've told you about one uh, called Wine Bottle Unicorn. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. whenever you finish a bottle of wine, you got to put it on your forehead mm-hmm. and take a picture as if it was a unicorn. I mean, why have you not started that one? That's, like, the obvious. Also, why is Mason Today not one? That's a good question. Well, you got to ask Mason that. He's in control of his oh own Oh, my life. gosh. One also, day. Not My Cat. Is it like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Not My Cat and Mason today need to be Tumblr. Well, is there a way to transfer what I've done on Instagram and Twitter over to Tumblr? Yes, absolutely. And you can set up your Instagram to directly feed to a Tumblr, <laughs> which I will be delighted to show you. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm, later today. I'll but give it's you my very it's, and my it's very afterwards. very easy. I mean those two obviously are memes and should be tumblers. Like yes. there's no doubt about it. Again, I'll have to speak to Mason. And if you guys yeah. don't know who Mason is, he's my 23 pound piebald cat who yes, is a evil British. That's too much about my cat. <laughs> um, back to <laughs> Jen Pelka. Um I just want to uh, give you some cred. Not that you have to have any. You already hold such an awesome titular, you know, job title. But your Grub Street diet was amazing. And, you know, for anyone that sees somebody in a job um, that, you know, tries to propagate other people within a similar vein, working either at these intersections or, you know, just in food or just in art – you're the real deal in the sense that you actually care about what you're doing. You're going around trying to find these things, uh, trying to help these people. That Tumblr is also in a similar vein, that it, it, it is a space for people to you know, experiment and try to do what they really want to do, try to turn their passion into a profession. And That's true. I mean, well, both you and I sort of come from that weird, wacky world where we were sort of working in food, sort of not. We've both had a lot of weird careers along the way, but... Um, both have that math brain thing. That math brain stuff <laughs> happening. Um, <laughs> but uh, the food and wine space, food and drink space, I should say, is one that is so open and accepting of, of so many people across the board. Um, and we all have to be here to support each other. Jen Pelka, Champagne... Problems. problems. I always think it's dreams. <laughs> this is never a problem names. with bum- bubbles. Um, <laughs> OMG Kale, Nails and Nosh. And that's just you. There's so much more out there to explore. How do people find all these things? Can they come to your sites? Do you have a list? Or do they just have fun on Tumblr? Um, the, I would say the, the best discovery mechanism on Tumblr is to go into Tumblr, go into the search box and click f- and, and search for food. Um, food is one of our curated tags, which basically means we have a community of editors who I select and other members of the Tumblr team select um, who are sort of power users who know what's cool and hip. And they curate that tag. Each of them can select 10 posts per day that they can promote on food. And that's where all the cool, awesome stuff happens. That's um, If you just check in on that once a day, once a week, whatever the case is, um, you'll find a lot of really, really, really amazing blogs there. You're going to find crazy GIFs, awesome videos, really wacky photos, really great recipes, um, amazing restaurants, amazing chefs, amazing artisanal producers. Um, so just search for food and you'll, you'll be set. Wine bottle unicorn Mason today, not my cat, all coming soon. Thank you so much, Jen. And you're going to be on a couple more times in the next year. We're going to have you keep on coming in as our insider for Tumblr. If that's okay with you. That's all right with Because me. we have the door locked until you actually <laughs> Thank you again. You've been listening Thank to The you, Food Michael. Scene on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. I'm your host, Michael Harlan Turkel. Hoping to have you back there next Tuesday at 3. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.